0: monday
1: april 18th 2022 coming up on the program today why won't you use something anything to sop up all that blood for the love of god plus doing anal curls an old homeless pervert versus a meth head police officer and pedo misdirection all coming up today
2: You
3: yeah, know, remind me my father. It reminds you of your father? Yeah, but I'm trying to find a different word for that. Probably peaceful or sometimes beautiful, or I could say love either way. My name is David, and that's the wagon man. And he, he, he landed up there, he got eaten with a dinosaur.
2: The dinosaur ate
3: him? He ate the guy, but he didn't. But the time portal makes him go down further into the house
2: he's so happy there so he's traveling through time yes he is so he goes to the dinosaur
0: time and he gets eaten and then he he somehow gets to a house
3: and then he gets to the house and then he goes all the way down to the bottom and see the devil and that's hell
2: why would he want to go there
3: it's cloudy, gooey bloody mess but i like heaven I love Isla because she get candy.
2: What about Halloween?
3: Uh, yeah, I used to go trick-or-treating at my mom and dad's in, um, in My brother's, his name is Charles, but his name is Lance. And he used to go trick-or-treating on Alice Place. That's our old house that he used to live in. He was adopted too, but I was adopted too. I missed you, um, brother. Are you watching this? Can you come back to me? Come on please brother his name is Lance but his name is Charles this he's from NSYNC
2: NSYNC yeah he's band. from NSYNC the band
3: yeah from NSYNC I know Lance because he was at my mom's house in Gronkren
2: why was he there
3: uh, he was took a train with me whoever uh, watches Lance can you come back to me please
0: It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Father, tell me, when can I leave to be on my own?
3: What the hell is even that? Get it together! Push F on my Twitter sheet. I hear there's a a lot of VD among homosexuals. (laughs)
1: Alrighty, freaks! Tim back here with you for the Monday podcast. Feeling good? I'm alive? I know a couple of you freaks out there were worried, as you should be. You never know what's going on with Timmy Boo when he misses a show. And uh, I was in the emergency room. It is my yearly tradition now. It was around this time last year I went to the emergency room and they didn't do anything for me. Same deal this year, basically. Uh, you know, I gotta blame Vlad for all of this. DV listener, Vladimir Putin. I, I started to feel weird on uh, Monday. I think it was Monday, Sunday night or Monday. The tip of my left thumb was tingling you know like that prickly feeling and it wouldn't go away and as the week progressed my other fingers and my, my left arm started tingling and um I I, be, I I was very tired throughout the week wasn't feeling well you wouldn't know it though because i was uh recording some killer shows for you freaks very good programs you wouldn't know i'm sick i uh you know i'm a very the show must go on kind of guy I don't want to burden you with my problems. So I didn't even mention it on the podcast. But then uh, I think it was on Wednesday, Vlad messaged me out of the blue and said, uh, so, Tim, Cat Lady, who, of course, died earlier this year, was the one who got Gilbert Godfrey to record the birthday message for me or the you know, the uh, Distorted View 15th anniversary message. He says, these things happen in threes. Cat Lady dead. Gilbert Godfrey dead. Tim. Be very careful. And I was already kind of like low-grade freaking out over the tingly feeling in my fingers not going away. And this just put me into like full bloom panic mode. I'm like, he's right. It does come in threes. This would be perfect, me dying. It just makes sense. Of course I'm going to die. So I call my uh, my doctor, like my primary doctor. No, no, my, my cardiologist. Because I have one of those. <laughs> like a 90-year-old would have. Now, she didn't make an appointment for me, but uh, I explained to her what was going on. And uh, she was like, "Uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like a heart attack or stroke or anything. And uh, so I said, "Okay," And uh, so I didn't make an appointment. Instead, you know, I waited another day and then it just it seemed to just keep getting worse. Now, my arm, my, my hand wasn't numb or, it you know, and I could grip onto things hard. It wasn't like I was like losing feeling. It was just that prickly feeling. Anyway, uh, by Friday, it it was just like kind of all consumed. It was like in my mind that I was probably dying. And like the the longer I waited, like the worse it was going to like something bad was going to happen. Fucking blood clot in my brain or something. So Friday night, I was like, fuck it. Uh, You know, I will part with the multiple thousands of dollars and just go to the goddamn emergency room. And uh, Lord Douche took me there. They X-rayed up my heart. They did some blood tests. God knows what else they did. And uh, end result, no emergency. You know how people are always saying, like, like you know your body better than anyone else. If you think something is wrong, if something doesn't seem right, you get that checked out. Because chances are, you know, you're right. Well, I'm here to tell you that uh, a lot of times your body lies. My body is a fucking dick to me. Save yourself some money and ignore your body. They, you know, the people at the emergency room couldn't even tell me what it what, what was going on. They're like, yeah, that's not really what we do here. We do, you know, we deal with emergencies and uh, you're not in an emergency situation. So, like, just go to your fucking doctor like a normal person. And, uh, you know, sure enough, uh, after I was uh, let out of the emergency room, I was only there for a couple hours. I started to feel better. I mean, I was still kind of tired the next day, but I was able to, you know, do yard work, mow the, mow the lawn. I took a nap, but, then, you know, and the, the I noticed my tingling started going away in my finger. And, it, you know, it's just I mean, it wasn't all mental, but I think I, uh, I worked myself up and I started to think, it, you know, it was worse than it really was. But, you know, better safe than sorry, especially with my wonky ass heart history. Check out the chapter artwork. That's me in the emergency room. Now, I was feeling fine, but you know, I I like to take pictures where I look miserable, you know, to get some sympathy or whatever. Uh, So I was uh, playing up for the camera there, but uh, that was me. I like to take photographic evidence because I know you guys think that I'm just playing hooky with the show, but no, I was actually up to some hospital shit. It was yet again another false alarm. Freaks, I'm okay. Don't cancel those sideshow memberships yet. After all, I'm gonna need that money to pay the mountains of debt I am racking up from all these fucking emergency room visits. What I would actually like to do, and um, you know, if I could get enough new sideshow memberships, I could make this dream a reality. I want to buy my own X-ray machine, <laughs> just you know, so I could just X-ray my own chest. Is that? I mean, do they have home X-ray machines? I really think it. W- in the in the end, it would be a huge money saver for me. Help me look into that Alright, so those were my medical woes this weekend Again, I'm doing much better Thank you for your concern Now, though, we can officially get into today's program We begin with a movement that is really picking up steam among men It's called free shitting And after you learn about it, it may just change the way you defecate as well What is free shitting? It's basically pooping without wiping Yes, there's a growing belief out there that toilet paper is unnecessary. As a matter of fact, you don't need to clean your ass at all. If we were meant to, God or evolution would have devised a system for our bodies to self-clean. I don't have anal wiping fluid drizzling down my ass crack onto my crusted up anus, washing away piles of filth. Nor did Mother Nature say, well, we'll just let uh, humans figure out how to clean their own buttholes. You know, thousands of years down the road, Kimberly Clark and the Cottonelle Corporation will come up with toilet paper for humans to wipe their ass. Until then, they can fend for themselves. That's not how nature works. No, toilet paper is totally unnecessary. That's the premise of the free shitting movement. But guys, it goes beyond that. For it is not just toilet paper these men shun, but also toilets themselves. Free shitters poop whenever and wherever their body tells them they need to go. Furthermore, they don't go looking for a bush or someplace secluded. No, no, they'll just shit in their pants. No squatting, no pushing shit out, no wiping. It's quite an existence. Ladies, isn't that fucking disgusting? If you said yes, I've got news for you. Free shitting isn't a thing, but free bleeding is. You are filthy, disgusting women, and you need to cut this shit out immediately. Free bleeding is exactly what it sounds like. Women shunning maxi pads, shunning tampons, and just bleeding in their panties. No matter how much, just letting it soak through, soak through the panties, right into your jeans. Their theory is it's natural, so c'est la vie. According to Wikipedia, free bleeding is the practice of menstruating without blocking or collecting the period flow. Now, like all annoying and disgusting practices, people who partake in free bleeding love to talk about it. I've got several examples here, mostly from YouTube, but uh, here's a TikToker.
3: Oh my gosh, I just started my period. Pads? No. Tampons? No. Using a towel to sit on in public? Yes. Not using anything to block or catch my flow? Also yes.
1: Why? Why would you do that to yourself and to others? We live in a society. This is why people hate to use public transit. Subways, buses. Because you always end up sitting next to a weirdo like this menstruating through her pants onto her period towel. Really, what is the towel there for? It's to soak up the blood, right? Now, imagine, hear me out, I've got an idea. You you take that large towel, you you, you shrink it down so it fits in your pants, and uh, you apply that towel right next to your bleeding pussy so the towel sops up, all of the blood, and it won't ruin your panties or your pants. It's less laundry. It, ju- it just seems like a great idea. Oh, even better, we'll make these fucking things disposable. Now, what if I told you this amazing, mythical pussy chamois exists, and you could buy a pack at just about any fucking store in America? Well, ladies, I've got some great news for you. These things exist, and they have existed for a fucking while. They're called maxi pads. Try them. Good grief. Next up here is Venus O'Hara, and she's going to tell you uh, all the ways her pussy is happier now that she is free bleeding.
2: Five ways that my period has changed since I've been doing free bleeding.
1: Number five. It's taken on more of a chunky salsa style. If you look closely, there are bits of jalapenos. I call it restaurante style menstruation here, what uh, number five is.
2: Point number one, oh. my period is shorter. I think my period used to be about maybe six days or something like that, and now it's um, about four days. Or- I don't
1: understand how just having a pad in your pants would shorten the 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 period because it's still coming out of your pussy, whether it drips into your panties or onto a pad, you
2: know what I mean? Three and a half. It's all over a lot quicker. In fact, there's only one day that it can be a bit uncomfortable and that's usually the second day. Anyway, second point, pain-free, yeah. Well, I've been doing free bleeding now for two years and I haven't- None of
1: this makes sense to me. This this is all mental. This is like my fucking tingling thumb. It's all in your head, bitch.
2: I haven't had to take um, paracetamol for my period for years and years.
1: Let's see the next bogus claim here.
2: Oh yeah, this is a bit strange. Someone made a comment on this on my previous video about the smell. It doesn't smell as bad as when I use period products, which is quite interesting really, because
1: um i, I mean, she's talking out of her bloody pussy, isn't she? This is all bullshit. I refuse to believe the stink is gone. Now, guys, I've never used a maxi pad or tampon, uh, but I mean maybe there's are they scented (laughs) maybe like the combination of menstrual pussy blood and whatever fragrance they're using on the pad. Maybe that combination is kind of gross, but your, your actual blood, I, I don't, I don't think it's, it's changing sense.
2: Number four, um, no irritation, when I was using um, when I was using pads, I used to find that. Yeah, okay,
1: that one I might be able to buy. Maybe you're allergic to something that's in the pads. Maybe there's an irritant. You would think the companies that, that produce these things would have had time. You know, they've been on the market for decades and decades and decades. You know, they could have ironed out any potential allergies women might have from these things. But okay, this one is the most plausible, and uh, the last reason.
2: One of the great advantages of free bleeding is that is that the transition from period to cunnilingus ready is a lot faster and smoother. Yeah, that was not the case when I used to use pads. In fact, the pads maybe it it seemed to draw out that process a lot more and make me feel very irritated and dry. And I needed a couple of days just to get the flow flowing again.
3: That's
1: right. Thank you, Alexis. We're putting that into uh, terms we can all understand. Although I do like the phrase cunnilingus ready. Would you ladies buy a cunnilingus ready (laughs) Distorted View t-shirt? That might be popping up in the next uh, iteration of the DV store. Well, I think that's a good overview of free bleeding. If any of you lady freaks partake in this nasty, nasty practice, please call into the voicemail line and defend yourself. The closest uh, story I have about free bleeding is my uh, my good friend uh, lived with a couple of uh, hippy-dippy females for a while, and uh, while they did not practice free bleeding per se, they did use reusable maxi pads. They were just like ripped strips of T-shirts, I believe, cleaning rags in every sense of the word. Anyway, uh, he was totally grossed out because these two women would... <laughs> would clean their cunt blood-soaked T-shirt strips in the bathroom sink. Like, they would fill up the sink with water and just leave their used, reusable maxi pads, like, soaking in there. He eventually had to, uh, like, confront them and, and say, you can't do that. I need to be able to use the sink. And also, I don't want to have the urge to vomit every time I come to the bathroom just to take a piss. I see the sink full of blood. So uh, as a compromise, a bucket was purchased and placed in the corner of the bathroom. I don't know if there was like a lid on it. I'm assuming there was. Although you probably want that to breathe, huh? I don't know. I I I never witnessed. I never saw the bucket myself. I was too afraid to ever use his bathroom. Uh, So there you go. That's free bleeding. Just another uh, totally unnecessary practice bored people are wasting their time with. Let's move on. Speaking of bored people, longtime time Norman Wicks is back. We mentioned this, uh, what, a week or two ago? I think I found his new YouTube channel, or one of you freaks sent me a link to uh, his new channel. Well, he remains very active over there. Norman Wicks is just this guy who wants to get into altercations with everyone, mostly the cops. At one point, and it may be the case again, uh, he was living in uh, his car with his son, A lot of the arguments with cops stem from the fact that they would just sort of park wherever for the night. And then the police would say, you can't be here. This is private property or whatever. And then then another fight would ensue. All right. So let me give you the backstory to this newest video, which is insane. Norman and his son are at Starbucks. In walks the police officer that uh, Norman Wicks has had an altercation with in the past, according to the description on the video. So, the cop we're arguing with is the cop who lied to the detective and told him bold-faced lies that we had dozens of videos we took of a woman, as well as dozens of photos. The detective did not come to us to ask if this were true. He went and he got a warrant to seize all of my property. My car, the title for my car, the bill of sale, the keys, two pap tops. I don't know what the hell that is. Two Canon cameras with telephoto lenses. Uh, All of our food, blankets, water, personal care. Cause it's all in his car. I think that's all you really need to know before we start playing this video. So uh, this cop just happened to be at Starbucks. Norman saw him and starts screaming at him. Norman wants his car back.
3: Where's my fucking car my day in court, asshole? Where's my day in uh, court? Take us to jail. Where's my day for my car? No. Where's my day in court for my car? Take us Two to fucking jail. months you had my girl. You're a faggot. No fuck
1: <laughs> I love the assist from the sun You're a faggot! Two fucking
3: months you had my girl. You're a faggot. No You're fucking problem. day in court, no judge, nothing. Where's my car, you bunch of rip You're That's a fucking thief! You ripped off my car and all of my equipment and left me on the fucking ground to sleep on the fucking ground, you fucking faggot!
1: Now, it should be noted that the cop has left Starbucks. He's not there. He's actually holding the door open. He's outside. Norman Wicks is still inside the Starbucks. I think the cop is trying to get him to come outside. Because uh, he is making quite a scene. There is more description to the video. Uh, We were lied uh, by the cops. The skinny, ugly one. He's a meth addict and a thief. He's also a homo. Because he blows kisses at my son and winks at him. Ooh, scandalous if true. What I'm dying to know is, um, what the hell does Norman buy at Starbucks? Like, what is his drink of choice? He lives out of a car. Is he spending like six bucks on a Frappuccino? I would strongly urge, for Norman's health and safety, go with decaf, dude. Pretty high strung.
3: Fuck you! Call a fucking ambulance or a fucking other cop and drag us out! We're going to take our day in court, motherfucker. See, you think <laughs> we got a fucking day in court coming. Why we get to explain You don't know. get to take people's property and just tell them to go fuck themselves. A fucking car, motherfucker. Grab that, motherfucker. Drive me out of the middle of nowhere and drop me off and take all my shit. Fuck What you, was that bitch. about? How are these guys
1: alive?
3: I sneeze
1: too hard and I have to go to the emergency room. These guys are, like, blowing out lungs. Their, like, veins are popping in their head. They're screaming so
3: loud. You started this, you motherfuckers. That's what they do in third world fucking countries. Take them out in the middle of nowhere and drop them the fuck off and take all that shit, motherfucker.
1: I mean, the cop had to get a warrant to search the car. They found something where, where they were able to to take the entire vehicle. Right? I mean, I just have a feeling, yeah, these guys were creeping out on some woman. I mean, with the telephoto lens and shit. These guys don't seem like they're into like nature photography. That's a nice, peaceful hobby. There's nothing peaceful about these guys seems like they're they're angry and aggressive and they just want to furiously masturbate over some woman
3: are you a dirty fucking cop that's what dirty fucking cops do motherfucker you understand me i don't like dirty fucking cops yeah fucking motherfucker, I'm gonna fuck this punk up, I swear to god. I swear to god I'm gonna fuck that punk up. He just said something so fucking raw. You loudie fucking lying piece of shit. I couldn't even hear
1: the cops. This guy's so loud and his voice reverberates. It it totally masks what the normal sounding cop uh, is saying. You're a fucking punk. You getting
3: ready, huh? You licking your fucking lips like a bitch. Uh, in heat, huh? You skinny little fucking doper, huh? You little fucking you're meth freak? A you're, freak. A you're a fucking meth head. head. That's what
1: you are. And you a do homo. Do Don't do forget do homo. Do you think you're fucking
3: funny, huh? Oh. You think this shit is funny? to this
1: sh- I mean, honestly, yes. It's hilarious. To
3: do this shit to the fucking public, I'm sleeping you on the ground real You're good. You fucking you. faggot, You're sleeping on the ground I'm for two women. Who? Yeah, a motherfucking I'm liar. Yeah, fucking piece. Well,
1: the cop said something about filming a woman. We're not even halfway through this video. <laughs> I'm gonna to have to pause here because we gotta move on. I'm
3: sleeping on, you on the ground, real <laughs> good. You fucking faggot, sleeping on the ground. I told you, you're a motherfucking, motherfucking liar. You're a fucking piece of shit. You're a, you're a fucking, shit. Shit. You're you're fucking a liar. Prove it! Prove it! Prove it! You got shit, motherfucking motherfucker. All right, I'm
1: I'm just so happy Norman Wicks is back. I didn't realize how much I missed him. As if casually throwing around the F-word wasn't enough. The final clip today also features someone casually throwing around the N-word. But it's okay. He's not a hater. He's not a racist. It's his last name. Yes, uh, David Super N-word. Except it's not N-word. It's the full word. Uh, He somehow legally changed his name to this. I think it happened in Florida. Makes sense. He's back with a new video. Now, his whole thing, as I've mentioned before... Anyone who has heard this guy on DV knows he's trying to reclaim these offensive words and make them something positive. So if one is faggoting, it means someone's happy or, you know, in the in the N word is uh, I don't I don't even know what his explanation for the N word is, but it's maybe it's like it means being productive. The issue of course is that one man can't just change the meaning of a word because no one else is on board with you. Even though in your mind, the N word means one thing to everyone else, it means something very, very different. Here's a little bit uh, from David's most recent video.
0: So sometimes I think that my name change is optional and that we could have a society in a world where we don't nigger the N word and i'm not
1: sure of the rules he has placed in his own mind where like he's allowed to say the n-word in some instances but in other he has to say
0: n-word don't nigger the n-word no. and yeah. the implications of that aren't just that russell lawrence lee gets forgotten it is it implies that niggering doesn't work if we want to nigger the N-word, we have to create a process of niggering using only love.
1: I think that's what the N-word was supposed to mean. Or He wants to change the meaning to love. These are the rules. David, you've been on this beat for, I feel like, a decade. No one is using the N-word like you, like you use the N-word. I'm starting to think you just want to say the word. And this is the um, the loophole you've come up
0: with. If you're going to fix something like the N-word, there's nothing but love that you're allowed to use. Okay. And if only love is going to work, well, then it might as well work so well that we can nigger things forever for the rest of time. That coinage has to stick. If we're going to nigger the N-word, we need to create all sorts of infrastructure of negaritarianism. Why? (laughs) Why do we have to do this? Sometimes I think, good God. David is off his meds this week, okay. (laughs) I don't want to do this. I'm so tired of it. My family hates it. I hate it. Everything about it sucks. Nobody wants to take this as scripture and obey
1: I think, is he having second thoughts or
0: doubts about
1: the N-word mantra or teachings uh, that he's come up with? It sounds like he's, he's, he sounds defeated.
0: Either a word gets said or it doesn't.
1: It- How about we don't say it? And if you're looking for a word to mean love, just use the word love and just ignore the N-word. Take that out of your vocabulary. How about that? Again, your heart may have been in the right place, but um, your head sure as fuck wasn't. You dumb. This video is over seven minutes long. I got to be honest with you. I lost interest after the first couple. I'm going to fast forward to the end just to see if there's anything interesting. A
0: benign nigger. Oh,
1: wow well, Because
0: that's the next step.
1: Benign... If there's a nigger,
0: there are good niggers and bad so, You know what? Okay. <laughs>
1: Enough, David. I thought it was supposed to mean love. You've totally lost the plot. Can't even follow along with this guy. All right. Well, there you go. A couple utards. tards practice of uh, free bleeding a very productive post-easter episode of distorted view daily and with that let's get into the crazy bizarre twist and i fucked
3: up news hey
1: if you're enjoying distorted view daily please consider signing up for the sideshow that is dv's member site every week i produce brand new exclusive programs just for Sideshow Freaks. Even though I wasn't feeling last week, we still did two, Tuesday and Thursday. Sign up right now and you can listen to both those. Plus, tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. The website is superfreaksideshow.com, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. You get a little personalized podcast feed. It works with most apps. The Apple Podcast app, Overcast, Podcast Addict, all the big ones. Now, if you happen to listen to Distorted View on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, there is another way to get Sideshow exclusive content. You can sign up right in those apps. Just a couple of taps and boom, you're getting all the free shows and all of the exclusive programs. Again, uh, that's available in Spotify and in Apple Podcasts. You can clearly see where you can uh, tap to subscribe. So it's pretty easy, awesome, fast way to get Sideshow content. Thank you to all of my Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. And of course, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash View. Every little bit helps. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge five, Uh, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And there are some other perks as well. If you pledge $20, occasionally I send out DV merchandise and stuff. So check that out. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. Final update for you, uh, our, our new YouTube channel. We are not quite, but we're almost to a third of the way to our ultimate goal of a thousand subscribers. Just started this channel recently. We've only posted one thing on there. hopefully, We'll be doing a live stream this weekend. It was supposed to be on Friday. I was in the emergency room. I think that's a pretty good excuse. Make sure to subscribe and uh, hit that uh, notification bell so uh, you get all of the updates and uh, notifications when we're posting new stuff. So uh, the idea is this Friday, 10 p.m., nocturnal transmission. That's our live stream. Be there. or I mean, hopefully I'll be there, too. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see what happens. But that is the plan. Uh, If you want to subscribe, and I hope you do, just go to distortedview.com. On the main navigation bar, there is a uh, link to YouTube. So just tap or click on that. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. Oh, we're starting the week off right with someone shoving something where they shouldn't have. A Brazilian man had to undergo emergency surgery after reportedly shoving a dumbbell up his asshole during an ill-advised attempt at self-gratification. Now, when I heard dumbbell, I was thinking like those big black discs with the bar, you know, you have to lift with two hands. This was not quite that. It was just a four-pound dumbbell. But still, uh, that's pretty girthy to go up the pooper there. Uh, A case study detailing the exercise in stupidity was published last week in the International Journal of Surgery Case Reports. The unidentified 50-year-old, I'm sorry, 54-year-old patient, it's always like older dudes. You know why? Because their butthole elasticity is shot. As we learn from my aunt, who has loose shits all the time, as you get older, your butthole uh, loses its stretchiness. So it's easier to fit stuff up in there, I guess, like weights. The unidentified 54 year old patient had reported to a hospital in the city of Ma'anus? Are you kidding me? Oh, no, M A N A U S. Okay, almost anus. Manaus, I guess, after failing to extract a 4.4 pound metal weight from his rectum for two days. He left up there for two days? Guess he was hoping to shit it out, but it's not going to come out naturally. Not like you you can't squeeze out a four pound weight. He experienced a variety of symptoms. I'm curious as to what symptoms one would experience after shoving a weight in their ass, Uh, including cramping. Makes sense. Abdominal pain also makes sense. Nausea, vomiting in small volume and even constipation. Well, yeah, there's some blockage there. Oh, okay. I've got, I've got a picture. Take a look at the chapter artwork, and you can see the weight. It's, it, it, it's kind of dick-like almost. Again, when you know, when you hear weights or dumbbells, I, I'm thinking, you know, it, you've got like a, a bar to hold on to, and then on either end, it sort of flares out. Those are the weights I'm familiar with. This one, it, it looks like a dick head. I think this might just be a sex toy. Honestly, a double-ended sex toy. They're calling it a weight, though, but okay, I guess I could sort of see that, too. But uh, it's it's definitely more manageable. Like, I could get that in my butt if I really tried. Honestly, the getting it up in there wouldn't be a problem for me, I think. Uh, the main issue would be carrying around all that extra weight in your dumper. I mean, it's only 4.4 pounds, but you walk around with that thing all day, you're gonna notice it going to be a little uncomfortable. After an initial anal examination failed to reveal anything, doctors decided to scan the region with an X-ray. They discovered an eight-inch-long dumbbell lodged at the intersection of the colon and the rectum, like a cumbersome sex toy. While the patient was reportedly uncooperative during the procedure, how dare he? He came to the hospital for help. We're just trying to get this goddamn thing out of you, uncooperative. What does that even mean? No, I've decided I want to keep it in there. It's my baby. All of a sudden, he gets very protective of the dumbbell. Don't you dare rip it out of me. You monsters. Abortionists. You're all abortionists. Butchers. All right. Uh, While the patient was reportedly uncooperative during the procedure, doctor said the infiltration, nice way of putting that, was of a sexual nature. I mean, that's really the only reason why you would stick something like that up your butt. Uh, They had to act fast to prevent the dumbbell from causing anal perforation or another severe injury. Surgeons had a difficult time removing the makeshift dildo from his butt. They initially attempted to use tweezers to lift the weight out. Um, The man was sedated at the time, but they still couldn't get a grasp on it. Left with no other recourse, the team opted for manual extraction, which involved the surgeon reaching in with their forearm. Aww kind of sad the guy was sedated. He probably would have enjoyed that. Anyway, they yanked out the dumbbell. The operation was successful, and the patient was discharged after three days without any complications. Now, even though we tend to report on old people getting stuff uh, shoved in their butt, uh, the case study report said that uh, retained rectal objects generally affect males between 20 and 40. In March, doctors diagnosed a Tunisian woman with a urinary tract infection only to discover that she had a shot glass lodged in her bladder. She reportedly used the drinking vessel as a sex toy four years ago and, you know, forgot about it. She didn't get it checked out until much, much later. So there you go. Second story we have for you today A man who previously complained about having a pedophile for a neighbor Hi, Galileo2333 No, it wasn't Galileo, this happened in the UK A man who previously complained about having a pedophile for a neighbor Has been convicted of being a pedophile himself Why didn't he just keep his mouth shut? I guess he's trying to like, divert attention Yeah, coppers, the pedophile's over there Now they'll be busy with that, and I can continue to collect my child porn in peace. Got nothing to worry about. All right, uh, Darren Hyam has been jailed for subjecting a child to years of abuse. Oh, so this isn't just, like, collecting child porn. He was doing stuff. He subjected a child to years of abuse from the age of 7 to 11. The abuse ranged from kissing and touching the child... To forcing her to perform sex acts on him On more than one occasion The 53-year-old had once complained to his local newspaper That he was furious his housing association Didn't tell him that a neighbor was a convicted pedophile Do you think he was upset because You know, now there's more competition in the area He was pissed off for all the wrong reasons Like there's only so many impressionable children in the neighborhood Now I gotta share them with this pervert? Ugh, that's probably why he called the, the cops on him, right? Get that one pedophile out of the running that'll leave more underage pussy for me. <laughs> His own offending was find out, well found out I guess, when he was spotted with the victim. Yeah, like when an old dude is hanging around, little kids that aren't related to him, a red flag uh that's according to prosecutor david watson mr watson said the person who saw them felt like something wasn't right so they contacted social services the victim later see i would never do that i mean i i would like to think if i saw something that that looked weird i would call the cops just to be sure but i I don't think i would i mean kids never want to be with older people they're always squirming to get away I wonder what, unless this guy was like doing something really weird, like kissing on the little girl and like touching her in weird ways, then I could see me calling the cops on that. But if it wasn't that blatant, I would just think, oh, this little asshole child being a dick. All right, uh, the victim later told her mom that uh, she'd been sexually abused by Haim for ages. The child told police how the self employed musician, oh, I would love to hear his music. I don't know, is pedo rock a genre? Because it needs to be. The child told the police how the self employed musician used to kiss her and put his penis on her. Okay. And recalled on one occasion how he had touched her. She also told them how he asked her not to tell anyone about the abuse, as it would mean he would be sent to prison. The traumatized girl uh, would sometimes pretend to be tired and fall asleep in an attempt to make Hyman's abuse or Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the hymen abuse stop. <laughs> Holy fuck! I'm sorry, freaks. Hiya, hiem. Come on, you can see how I would make that error. <laughs> when police <laughs> when police approached hiem about the alleged offenses, uh, he self. Harmed? Oh, he's like punching himself or cutting himself, and then he was hospitalized, insisting that he had no sexual interest in children. Well, you're not acting like someone who doesn't have sexual interest in children. Like, you're accused of it, and then you immediately start stabbing yourself. It's a little peculiar. He later confessed to the abuse, saying something triggered inside of him. He was jailed for four years, issued with a sexual harm prevention order for 10 years, and made subject to a restraining order. In 1999, Haim had told his local newspaper that he would never have moved into the house had he known about his neighbor's past and demanded to be relocated. Um, The defending attorney, Gary Lawrenson, said that prior to this offense, Haim was a man of good character. That we know of! It's a weak defense. He told the court that the defendant has shown genuine remorse and is willing to engage in any work with the probation service. As if he has a fucking choice. Haim wrote in a letter saying, There are no words to say how much devastation and remorse I feel. I stand before you with acceptance of any punishment that you deem fit. So there you go. Another pedo off the streets. And yet Galileo 2333 is still out there. Can we somehow befriend him and get his real name and just nudge the cops in his direction? You might, you might want to look into this guy not saying something's going on but something is most definitely going on All right, uh, final story we have for you did y'all well kindergarten snack time has gotten way better since when I was in school I remember before snack time our teacher would um, have us try something new every week sometimes it would be like animal crackers and then other times she would just make us eat weird shit like a fucking raw tomato yeah like she just had us bite into tomatoes I thought it was an apple at first I did not like. I hate tomatoes. Ever since, I think that's the reason why I dislike tomatoes so much. So, a fucking teacher gives you a a, a a full tomato for snack time. It's fucking bizarre. It's not a snack, right? It's so weird. Parents at Grand River Academy in Michigan are outraged because a kindergartner brought a bottle of ready-to-drink Jose Cuervo margaritas, and the best part is. Multiple students drank from them. Betcha nap time afterwards lasted a little bit longer than normal. Alexis Smith is one of those parents. Her kindergartner had a Dixie cup full of the mixed tequila drink and said she had four or five sips. Smith and another mom, Dominique Zanders, were baffled when they learned what happened. She felt woozy, a little dizzy, Xander said. Their daughters were each given what they thought was juice during snack time. In reality, they were drinking Jose Cuervo Margarita Mix at snack time. It was not uh, brought in by the teacher, but by a fellow kindergartner. See, the teacher has to check these things. You gotta be paying at least a little attention to snack time. All right, uh, the girl poured it in her cup and she drank it, and the girl ended up telling her what it is... Oh, so she knew it was margaritas, and she went and told the teacher that there's liquor in this cup, and the teacher gave her a funny face. what are you talking about, you little fibber? That's a horrible thing to say. You know what we do to liars. Go stand in the corner. I'll be there shortly to waterboard you. The other little girl had brought the single-serve pre-mixed drinks to school in her backpack. Backpack. (laughs) I had a small conversation with my daughter, nothing big, and she told me the girl knew it was liquor, uh, said one parent. Uh, The parents are obviously angry about what happened, but not with the child, even though the child is really a little shit because she knew there was alcohol in there. She knew what she was doing. They're mad at the teacher. They're directing their anger at school officials at uh, Grand River Academy. They're wondering how it happened. Well, it happened because the teacher didn't check to see if there was any liquor being served, which is not something that normally happens. I love that. We, we can't understand. How did this happen? Well, uh, normally five year olds don't bring margarita mix to snack time. It's not something traditionally we have to worry about. So the teacher was a little lax in uh, checking the drinks that were brought. I mean, the teacher should have checked, I guess Just to make sure that nothing weird was being served But, I mean, come on Alright, the school released a statement that says In part, while we try to keep an eye on everything our students bring to school That's simply not possible It's unfortunate that these types of adult beverages Can uh, easily be mistaken for child-friendly drinks The school said they called Poison Control to consult regarding the next step Oh my god, it was a Dixie cup full of margarita. Your kids are going to be okay They're not going to end up brain dead or something, for Christ's sakes. I'm not sure if they are short-staffed or whatever. It shouldn't have happened, said one parent. The school called the parents right away to tell them that all the kids were physically okay. Now, earlier in the day, some kids were throwing up in the garbage. Several pairs wandered off into the restroom to hook up. Five or six kids may have stolen a bus and drove to White Castle because they were feeling hungry. Wanted something to soak up the alcohol. You know, you know how it is. The school said they would hand out discipline to the student if necessary. Some are saying that it's the parents of the kindergartner who should be punished. If your child knows what it is, nothing wrong with it, but they should know not to touch it. That's not for kids, one parent said. Sounds like little Tanya's parents might be alcoholics. In that case, I'm sure the kid was already punished by her mom. You know, like, you stole my go-go juice? The only way I can get through the day Need that Jose Cuervo Alright, uh, there you go That my friends is your distorted news for Monday Let's do a couple voicemails And get the hell out of here Alrighty, love to hear from you freaks And there are many ways to contact the show Show at distortedview.com I'm all over social media At distortedview on Twitter and Instagram Facebook.com slash show. Uh, new YouTube channel of course Want you all to follow me There's a link over there at distortedview.com very important we're starting from scratch because uh my old youtube channel was tainted everything is tainted ungodly dark sided so i need your help uh building up our new youtube channel which is going to have lots of fun stuff oh my god it's going to be amazing you just wait you just subscribe and wait patiently thank you
3: hey babe it's your patron Sideshow Freak Jersey Devil here. Hey, Jersey Devil. And I wanted to talk about the news story about people fucking a lizard and how one would fuck a lizard.
1: Yes, we talked about that. I think maybe it was the Sideshow Exclusive Thursday podcast. Uh, some people from India, I believe, just uh, ended up fucking a lizard, man. And, you know, there are big lizards out there. This was one of the larger lizards. So it kind of makes sense that a cock would fit up a... Uh, a lizard-ass who?
3: Um, I mean, haven't we all seen that video where chimpanzees fucks a bullfrog?
1: That's true. That's absolutely right. He
3: literally just kind of uses it like a tango egg. Um, and then he just, <laughs> when, once he's
1: done loving that frog, he just <laughs> fucking whips it across the fucking jungle.
3: Yep. You know,
1: no it. love there. All right. Well, I just wanted to put that visual in your head.
3: I'm sure you've seen that. that, Oh, that visual
1: hasn't left my head since I saw that video years ago. Oh, porn. All right. Matter of fact, I uh, had a poster blown up, a screenshot of that monkey fucking that thing. It actually works pretty well in the living room. Compliments the colors and the paint on the wall. Looks very nice. Come over to my house and check it out.
0: Hey,
3: hey, Timmy, Boo,
0: hello. Is this
1: going to be an animal fucking story? I hear, like, clucking chickens or something in the background.
3: Hey, hey, Timmy Boo, how are you, baby boo? You know, why the fuck I think, on Tuesday? So you were, I think it was... Where
1: the hell are you, dude? Like, are, do you, are you raising chickens? Are you at a zoo?
3: What's going on? It's, uh, three minutes and 38 seconds into the show on Tuesday, you were talking about y'all should question us straight folks should question our sexual orientation maybe we that? can uh roll a little side to the fag world and oh
1: because i was trying to uh, i'm trying to uh, uh get more gay listeners right so this becomes a gay podcast because then i'll have like uh, i don't know why why did i want to get more gay listeners that's <laughs> hearing it out loud that just sounds like a horrible idea no Somehow, I think my theory was I would be able to uh, gain more listeners and get more money if I advertised DV as a gay podcast. And if you go to the Discord, our logo now is the DV logo. <laughs> Someone made this. The DV logo, it's it's it, it's in rainbow colors. So thank you for that. You know, Officially I didn't all choose out. the
3: name Unicorn Hamster if uh over Tumsha Charlie... Because of elements of fagginess. What? And, uh, yeah, well, great show this week. Thank you. Love you, boo.
1: Almost died producing those shows for you, <laughs> but I appreciate that. Uh, hey, Tim, this is uh, Gilbert Gottfried calling <laughs> from Beyond the grave. Ooh, it's very scary here in hell.
3: Uh, I've been thinking of you, Tim. Remember that time I did the thing for your TV show, your internet show, Distorted View? Well, I miss you, big guy. Um, hope to see you soon. Hugs and kisses. No, Gilbert.
1: Godfrey. no, I don't want to see you soon. That wasn't a bad Gilbert, right? A six out of ten impression, maybe. Well, thank you very much, Gilbert, uh, Gilbert for calling in. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206 206-66. Oh God, is no
2: got us ready.
1: Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like. Wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Cast. It takes just a second and it really does help us out. Uh, tomorrow's show is sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day.
3: Bye. Everybody!
1: My name is Tim Henson, the new face of genital herpes.
3: This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.